We are live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding live episode number 116 with Dusty Hanshaw and Scott McNally. How's it going, guys? Awesome. I, uh, I had the Facebook open on my phone. That's what's making noise. <laughs> what, is ha- what is happening over there? So uh, remember, everybody, like, share, subscribe, comment. And, and feel free to fire away some questions at us. Obviously, we're live. Um, you know, uh, there we go. See, Dusty fucking just Phil Rudd in that symbol. <laughs> I, I was it. giving as much um, cowbell as I could. Wait, wait. Yeah, I got yeah. something for that. We could do like a Dusty, do the movement again. Like, show me the. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Cut the episode. We're done. We are done here. There See we you go. guys next week. There we go. Shows up. So, uh, and also, I got a little bit of housekeeping at the front end of this. Uh, Scott McNally normally looks better than this because his good camera is on the Fritz. Yes, and he's on his cheap peasant Mac camera or whatever he runs. Yes, it's a laptop camera. I'm stuck. I was actually thinking that when he said that, he was like, "I got to use this other camera." Like we have multiple. I was like, "Yeah," and then contrast (laughs) contrast that. With Dusty, who looks far better on the camera than in person. In the dark. So you're getting the best of Dusty technically on the show. Dusty, you give us your best technically. Every time. (laughs) There you go. Just don't go comparing left to right. It's not good for me. It's not good. No. Okay. So um, you guys are doing all right. What's going on, Dusty? You start. I don't have a ton, man. I'm, I'm, I'm more amped about hearing about your weekend. Um, and your travel that sounded enjoyable as well. Um, you know, you got to break it down for us here. A lot of people don't know all about your your weekend. Okay, so uh, this weekend I went to Toronto, or as they say in Toronto, Toronto. Toronto. Uh, Toronto. I like that. Yeah. So I went to Toronto with uh, Stephen Didashak. We call him Ditto. You guys are going to, everyone's going to hear a lot more about Ditto now that he's got a pro card and all that but uh he's a good friend of mine he's also a business partner of mine he's a co-owner of west coast iron and uh you know i remember seeing him at the nationals in 2012 and i was like oh that's that kid from bc that's got like the all the potential because everyone was saying there was this kid from bc named ditto that was like gonna be really good and he said i saw him at nationals and i was like oh yeah he's he'll be you know he i don't think he plays that well but you could just tell so anyways, fast forward years, we wind up owning a gym together, which is just hilarious. Cause like, you know, we didn't even know each other back then. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, you know, we've always, we've trained together a bit, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a good buddy. Um, but, uh, at just over, like, it was like eight weeks out. He asked me if I would take over his prep and, uh, he just made some changes and he, um, he was a little concerned that he was behind. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was a challenge. And obviously there's a little bit of pressure too because you're like, well, shit, I'm this guy's business partner. So if I fuck up his prep, it might make it weird. <laughs> Dude, there's always a challenge jumping in that last, you know, it, it's yeah. on you. If it goes well, yeah. it's on you. Yeah. If it doesn't go well, it's more on you, you know? Yeah. But the bottom line was is, um, you know, he's, he's a winner. Like he's won three classes at a pro qualifier and just hasn't <clears> won an overall yet. Right. right? And these are all one card pro qualifiers. So like he got, he won his class at the Van Pro Am, 
but he didn't win the overall. And then he won his class at the Ben Weeder, but he didn't win the overall. And then he won his class at the Toronto or Nationals, but he didn't get the pro card. So he's he's that he's that guy. So I kind of sympathize with that <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Wonder why. <laughs> you know, like he's he's right there, you know. And uh he's all he's tired of hearing the word potential, you know, like you can imagine. Tired of hearing the I bet. you know, tired of hearing everything, all the shit, right? Blah, blah, blah. So um yeah, so I look at him and I, I you know, I was like, Yeah, you know, you gotta get going. <laughs> and, you are behind. Uh, yeah, so it was, it was just you know I I mean, I know he's got great genetics. I know that he holds on to muscle like crazy because Aceto helped him win one of those shows. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, so he worked with Aceto and and won. He oh yeah, he showed up at nationals the first time he worked with Aceto. He he came back to nationals after not placing well, right? Yeah, and he worked with Aceto for a year and he showed up and everyone was like, holy fuck. This guy's gonna win. Like yeah. not not today. He's not gonna win today, but this guy's like big trouble. And some judges even had him first and he was third. So it was like a real close class because he had first place votes and third place votes. Yeah. So so it was like that's when everyone was like, okay, like it's you know, and then he just couldn't couldn't win an overall after that. It just wasn't happening. There was always one guy. So we knew that it had to be like, you know, you have to fucking nail it. You can't leave anything to chance. And, you know, last year, a 290-pound super showed up. Or in 2019, a 290-pound super showed up. Holy shit. <laughs> Aaron Galling. Yeah, big Aaron Galling, who just placed fourth in the Toronto Pro this weekend in the nice. open, by the way. But big Aaron Galling showed up. So it's like, you know, Steve's 200 pounds and Aaron Galling's 290 <laughs> pounds. So it was like just frustrating as shit. But this year, it didn't matter. Yeah. This year, it didn't matter. He, uh, We brought it in. And it was um, just pushing him he went to 50 grams of carbs Dude, he's and peeled. 10 days 10 days straight on 50 carbs and then like carb him up for a day like not even aggressively but just kind of and then 50 grams of carbs for 10 more days and then like we did a lot of that dude he's peeled so, man i'm looking at I, as you can see i just put these pictures up now uh, that you guys had sent me he's freaking yeah how, so how yeah. heavy was he here throw, throw up the back double yeah hold on a second let me lower the, there we go there look we at go. that man Peeled. So yeah, he came in really good shape. He was very hard and dense looking and had like, you know, a lot of graininess through like the glutes were grainy and the, you know, his back and it was it was just a, a real good look. Yeah. Um, you know, didn't push fullness at all because huh. I, I just said it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, you're already round, like even if you're a little bit fuller, it's not worth it if you have to be more peeled than everyone. Yeah. Right. So that's that's what we did, and he fucking pushed himself, man. And, uh, yeah, we went in and I mean, the shape's really killer, right? So, yeah. you know, look at the big calves on him too. I hate him. <laughs> I, I know what's sad, Ron, is, uh, I actually didn't know he wasn't a pro the whole time. No kidding. Yeah. 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 So he got the <clears throat> pro card and then, and then, uh, hopped right into the pro show the next day. No did kidding. That went well. Yeah. Did the two twelve the very next day and landed fourth. There was eight guys. Mm -hmm. nine guys i can't remember eight, eight or guys, nine yep. guys showed up and he got fourth um you know and david henry was third so it was like <laughs> you know he got to he got to stand with david henry and you know all that sort of shit and um david henry came up to him backstage and was like good job <laughs> you that's know, cool man where'd you come from and he no was like, kidding. I came from yesterday 
(laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it was a good weekend, you know, good weekend. Good. It was great for, great for everybody. Great for the gym. Great for, you know, great for Steve, obviously. Hell yeah. You know, great for me. I love, I love to win. Fuck. Who doesn't want to win? And and then, and then you're after your winning streak of two days in a row finished off, you started a losing streak at an airport from what I understand. Oh yeah. What happened? You didn't well, you, get You home. weren't here for the show. Oh, there was yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. so they canceled He's like, shit, I forgot about that lie. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no. No, they, I, I thought you were like talking about like losing money or something. I was like, what are you talking about? Um, Cause well, crypto crashed this weekend. So yeah, my portfolio got hammered. So yeah, I was a little bit, I was a little bit stressed about that. It's kind of funny. I'm like peaking ditto. And then I'm looking at my phone and I'm like, Oh, I'm down another 10 K. Fuck. Similar number. We're going to need to win this show kid. And my rate just went up. <clears throat> yeah. 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 I was just staying calm the whole time. Just hearing like, explosions in one ear and like fire alarms and then you know having to stay calm on this side so um but yeah so they canceled my flight and uh then they got me on another flight but the bad news was that i wasn't going to get my upgrade because business was full on that flight even though i'd already gotten an upgrade on the other flight so i was all excited to fly home in business and then i had to fly home in in regular cattle car style (laughs) with the chickens and the goats and um, I was like, think of that Indiana Jones, or that scene where he's in the airplane and it's like, he's sitting on like a crate with a chicken in it, you know, it's <laughs> that funny. was you. I was thinking that, yeah, that was me. And, uh, but then, and then they delayed my flight because the crew was like stuck in traffic apparently. So we waited like an hour and 15 minutes and then they're like, okay, you can board. So we boarded and then they're like, oh, the guys that flew the last flight didn't download the logs properly and we have to bring a computer tech on and do something to the computer. Oh God. So we sat on the tarmac for another fucking hour. I was just like, Oh God. So I fell asleep and I woke up and the plane was just moving and I looked and I'd slept for like a whole hour. And I was mad that I wasted an hour of sleep, not in the air. (laughs) I was like, oh, this could have been very good Instagram time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, I could have got stuff done, and now I'm just not going to sleep while we're flying. Yeah. So it was a little frustrating. But yeah, got home, and I'm glad you guys wanted to do the live show. You know, that's awesome. These are Helps fun. me out. By the way, I, I want to mention too, I see some of you guys are asking questions in the live feed. I've got this little tool I'm making, little, I'm, I'm grabbing each one of those. So that when we're ready to handle some questions, I can oh, go shit. back through and grab those. So feel free, guys, to comment whatever you want. Off-topic questions, bodybuilding, whatever you got, I'll uh, I'll put them up here oh, for you guys. You know what? I'm just sorry if I don't see your thing, but I just I'm half blind, anyways. I just look okay. down and I see this. Hey, we need a first five minute crew for the live episodes. How do we do that for the live the live crew? Well, just just make a hashtag. Yes. There we go. I get it the first five minutes instead of the last yeah, five minutes. I see the I see. I see the last five minute crew hashtag. Uh, people send it to me like they'll they'll write me a message. That's awesome. If we and, do a and first by the five way, minute crew, I'll not be in it quite often. <laughs> um, you're, you're not. Hey, you're no guy, sister Nino, Dusty. You're pretty on time. You're, you're consistent, terrible. regardless. You're consistent. You know that's magic, right? Yeah. 
I'm I have to say I'm excited about the uh the new Star Wars series coming out. I'm drinking out of my Boba Fett mug. <laughs> I always forget about the time change and then Ron's drinking coffee at two o'clock in the afternoon out of a mug. No, Confuses I'm just me. My giant <clears throat> Boba Fett mug of coffee that I poured at breakfast. Versus Dusty <laughs> drinking Red Bulls all day. Just all yeah. day. Or those Gatorade G twenties. Yeah, those are good. I'm having a little trouble. Just... I'm having a stocking issue right now. They're the flavors are a little hit and miss right now. It's very stressful for me. Yesterday I needed an orange and they only had blue. Damn. I didn't know what to do it's with like, myself. I thought it was the like, end. Uh, was like, so this the is Soviet how Union in the 60s. Yeah, it was very, I felt depressed <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you know? okay. Same as a bread line. Um, what else is going on? We're doing rentals Same at the gym. Oh, are you, uh, what's going on with you, Scott? Well, Victoria made it to the United States. So she's here right now. <clears throat> it sounds like she floated there on a raft. Pretty much. Pretty much. No, she brought her she dog too, which we weren't sure because I have an American bulldog pit bull mix. And she's an older dog now. And she's lived alone for a bunch of years. And Victoria has a small dog, a schnauzer. And we weren't sure who's like always been an only child. So we weren't sure how they were going to do, but they're doing good together. So that's pretty awesome. And uh, it's just nice. It's the first time she's been here since. So she she came out for the Arnold in 2020. And then, of course, right after the Arnold, everything closed down. So she just stayed for like the next four months. And then she went home and she had not been able to return to the U.S. till now. So it's kind of a cool reunion. You know, we're going to get to spend the holidays together. So that's nice. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So how long is she there for? She'll be here till at, at the beginning of January. So okay. probably like something like that. Yeah. So it's a good setup. It's good. We're just like, you, we're, I'm trying to get used to like um, having more than one person in the house. Like if I, you know, I, I want to be polite, do things like make the bed, do things that like a bachelor doesn't always do. You know what I mean? It's like now <laughs> I have to think about that stuff. I know, Dusty, you keep both you guys, I think, probably keep everything like super spotless and clean. But I might be yes. like, yeah, I've got this cup that I finished drinking. I'll take it upstairs to the to the to the sink eventually. You know, right. but, but now I have to at least like try to look like I'm organized. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's good. Right. It's OK to live a lie. It's OK to live a lie. It's fine. <laughs> It could be worse. She won't watch this. No one else does. Just these people over here. <clears throat> Speaking of those people over there, are we going to do some yes. of these questions? Let's invite them in. All right. Let's see what we Let's got invite here. invite them in. If you guys see okay, anything you, you see... want to pull up, let me know. Yeah. Did you already pull something up there? I've got nothing yet. About... Matt, why, why are we not getting the flavors, Matt? You can explain right here. I'll read your answer here in a second. Sorry, you guys explaining the missing flavors. It's really a problem in my life. Oh, you're kidding me. Oh, Thanks, Matt. I didn't it, see that one. It's like a supply chain shortage, isn't it? I don't care what the shortage is. Matt, can you send them to me directly? No, these other people. I will pay you extra. All right. This is Sorry. Are you guys still here? My bad. It'll <laughs> help the depression. <clears throat> Awkward. I haven't, even, I, I haven't even read any of these yet. I'm just going to throw up the first thing I found because I saw Ronnie Coleman was in the question. So uh, just for fun type of question had Ronnie Coleman not outdone himself so to speak stayed healthy with no injuries and kept bringing his 2003 form every year how many Olympias could he have won better question would he still be competing today well if he still looked like that he would still be winning today yeah and yeah he would yeah 
It would not have yeah, stopped. Nobody, nobody's beating that. Nobody's beating yeah. 2003 Coleman yet. Yeah, ever. It's just opinion. you can't like you, you can't justify it. Like you know, there's all other physiques you could like justify. You know, like well, you know, his waist is smaller, or this or that. But 2003 Coleman, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, you kind of have to just give him everything. Well, yeah. plus you figure Ronnie is such a true bodybuilder, he wouldn't have stopped. Like because it wasn't, it wouldn't have been about money. He just it would have wound up being him like loving Dexter. winning. Yeah, if he just I, yeah. Yeah, because again, he said he would stay in 2003 form, which means he's healthy. So yeah, yeah. Ooh, I got it's, a trading one here, Eric. Uh, how do you get big triceps? What exercises? Triceps are what I struggle to bring up the most. Well, Dusty has humongous triceps. Um, and what I think it's it's well, it's person to person. I mean, few things. Number one. Everyone is a little bit crunches. different. So I, I like to do heavy basics. Um, the other thing is, this always baffles me. So people take shots and they hit their glutes all the time and they hit their shoulders. And then they have a weak body part like a tricep. Why don't you try to hit your tricep too? Huh. Like you, you will build some scar tissue in there. You want to work it out. But I mean, you, we're not talking about synthol or anything like that. If you put your shots there and you're comfortable with it, you can like so just to answer anyone's confusion since i'm just throwing this out there i have terrible biceps and i wanted to do this that thought process in my buys the problem was it hurt and i literally felt like when i would train i was like i'm gonna tear a bicep if i do this huh. like i could tell so keep that in mind as well even though you might be natural but if you're not don't be afraid to do that and then from there ron nailed it like i just love the heavy basics for for tries what about you guys I uh, I think a lot of people don't they don't take advantage of where the load is heaviest when they do press down movements. Um, what I mean by that is, you know, you know the analogy like shooting a cannon in a canoe. You know, I, I, I can picture it. Yeah, yeah. You shoot a I cannon in a canoe, a lot of power goes out the back. Right, you're you're losing power. Right. Yeah, it's it's, it's in. inefficient. So I see a lot of people when they do press downs. I mean, it's hard to like demo this. It's like weird, but I see a lot of people when they do press downs, they they they'll stand back a little too far and they'll let their elbows come out. Mm. So yep. the tension is like it's it, it's not crimping the tricep. Like you want the tension to be like really tight when you're in the stretch position. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you want to be in a deep stretch. Like you want your arm folded right over. And when you do press downs and I just say a lot of people are losing a lot out of the bottom of all their press down movements. They're not getting that full load on the stretch position mm -hmm. and that's huge. And then I think people don't emphasize overhead movements enough because that's that. that puts the long head in a stretch position, you know, when it's behind the head and the long head is the biggest muscle in the arm, the yeah. biggest muscle in the entire arm. So the long head of your tricep needs to be obliterated. And, and you have to do overhead movements or like an, or like, you know, like an, an inclined skull crusher is also good because it's in like a decent stretch. Right. You know what I mean? But you have to really load that position. And, and I know that when I, I mean, I never had great arms, but when I really focused on those things, um, my arms did get better. Like, you know, I improved my arms. That was one of the things. Like I got my arms up to 21 and a half, 21 and three quarters cold hmm. at one point. 
and they weren't and they weren't all shot up either like they were just like that was just my fucking arm i know i was a huge guy and i, I needed bigger arms than that they weren't even big enough for my body but they got that big you know and i did that by really emphasizing like the certain principles when it came to tricep work yeah and you have to have a good single arm movement in there so you can get a really great contraction at the back and you can get past the hip. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so because, you know, the two arm press downs, you don't get past the hip, right? Hmm. And you need something where you can get the arm like back behind you and uh, and really get like the tightest possible contraction. That's like the concentration curl of tricep work, right? Hmm. Yeah. So you got to do something like that. Um, you like to finish see, with those on a single rope. Oh. Yeah, at the, at the contraction, I actually right. want to make sure that my wrist, I can get this here, breaks also. So it's like a complete. No yeah, kidding. I just crush you know. the tricep at the back. Yeah, exactly. Rope. It is won't exactly take much weight either. No, it's brutal. <laughs> it's <laughs> super light at the top the too. Like, <laughs> it's not. It's not heavy at the top. It's a hard at the back. You know, it's essentially a tricep kickback, but the yeah. kickback's yeah. kind of a dumb movement because it's, cause it's like literally yeah. weightless at the bottom, right? Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's like that, but, um, okay. That's that one. What do you think, Scott? Um, I was kind of, I was stuck on what Dusty had said. So I was like thinking to myself like, okay, Scott, while they're talking, you got to find the next question. And then I tuned back in when Dusty was saying, you're, you're talking about like sight injecting mm -hmm. into the try. Do you pick yeah. ahead with that or how does that work? Yeah. All of them. <laughs> just no, you, be, no, spread it out basically this is the problem that people have with those things yeah um is same thing you you see guys with like the shoulders where they got like a right in the medial head just a middle head i should say i hate when i say that. um a big bump yeah because they mm -hmm. hit the same thing over and over again same thing goes with anything you, you you're not trying to create a muscle that's not there yeah so you move it around. I mean, I, I back in the day, obviously now I shouldn't do that as much because I don't need it. But I would literally look in the mirror with a flex and be like, okay, where do I not want to touch? Huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you got to be cautious in that direction. Um, and <clears throat> so, yeah, it's, it's really working it slow. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, if someone's going to do that, it, it, it does help to have assistance. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> you know, it's kind of uh, behind you. We had a dusty question here, Chris, or Curtis had asked, uh, how do I purchase some of your merch, bro? Actually, we, we have something that's finally in the mix because I've made a bunch and I'm just too lazy to finish the process. So I have someone that's going to be selling it for me. Oh, nice. Um, <clears throat> yes. So that will be handled in the next month. And then they're at, we're actually going to do a lot more stuff as well because the, the issue truly was... As soon as I realized worldwide shipping, it was requiring a hell of a lot of effort to make three dollars. Yes. Yeah. Not dude, exaggerating. Dude, like, t-shirts are not a money big money maker, are they? Anytime I, and it's not that it's not bad, but it's one of those things where I mean, like when I would ship to Canada, the first time I put up hats, I just threw it out there. I was like, "This is the price. This is the shipping," and I was like, "Okay." So every time I shipped to Canada, I lost seven dollars. Yeah. Fuck. Um, <laughs> but I already put it out, so I literally sold an entire run of hats. Um, where I think at the end of the day, I made 36 bucks and it cost me two weeks of my life. So, yeah. um, <laughs> right, right. So now, I mean, it's funny, but like, I don't mind doing that. It's, it was actually just came down to the time investment for the money. Um, so now I've, I've worked this out with a, uh, a new partner that'll be put out shortly. And 
it'll finally be there. So, I mean, not that I don't love it by my front door, thousands of dollars of clothes sitting there. Uh, for the time being, if you want to message me or actually just email me to make my life easier, uh, dusty at dustyhandshaw.com, I'll ship it to you. I just got to figure out where you live and what it costs. Cool. <laughs> I always get questions yeah. from you about you guys with the merch stuff. You too, Ron. I get people who are like, hey, how do I buy a West Coast shirt? Yeah, we've had some problems getting an online store set up. And Dusty's right. Um, it, it's shipping just kills. Like I've had guys from Germany. They're like, I want to buy a couple of hoodies. And I'm like, oh, shipping's going to be like 78 bucks. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. oh. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, yeah, I've had a few people say, yeah, sure. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, fuck. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Appreciate that, but also feel slightly guilty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, but that's really cool, obviously. But, um, yeah, the merch game is a tough one. I got to talk to you about what you're doing, Dusty. Maybe you can help me out. Yes. All right. So between the delt and the lat, you guys have to pick one. Which one makes a short person look wider? Clavicle. Oh, shit. It wasn't an option. <laughs> clavicle. Well, clavicle's right. That's the, that's the deal breaker. Yeah. It depends if uh, you're in front or behind them. I mean, delts usually probably you get you probably get you probably get more mileage out of having wide delts. Like if you're wearing a t-shirt and you're no. trying to look wide, if those if if you're wearing a t-shirt and your goal is to look wide, you probably would want to go with bigger delts because that would be kind of the they're more directly visible. What's the widest part of you? So yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But if you're walking behind a guy and he's just done like a bunch of sets of bent rows and his back's like, that's always impressive. Yeah. So I would do both. Yeah. I don't know if this is a question. Is that you guys tell me, is there a question in here? It says, uh, did eight weeks of heavy weight, progressive resistance training, low volume tweaked my left pec, um, elevator mobility. And now I am running a 14 week Meadows program. That has medium to high volume. Did he post something else before that? No, I think he was just telling us. I think he just wanted to share, Connor, wanted to share what he's doing. That's my guess. Well, Meadows is a great place to go if you want to follow a program and, and see what you get out of it. Yeah. So yeah he's not on the wrong track. Now. Yeah, yeah. Hope he didn't fucking damage it. Get it looked at if it still hurts. Fuck. Yeah. Don't say, oh, it'll, it'll be okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Malarski party of four. He always is commenting on our stuff. Thank you. And uh, by the way, two guys, I got to tell you, I appreciate all the comments you guys have been doing on the channel because all those comments help to boost us up so that other people see the shows. It's been freaking yeah. awesome to see like, like honestly, like I have fun doing these shows with you guys and everything, but it's like the community that we've developed that's built around it. That's, that's what makes it, you know what I mean? But yeah, for sure. yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyway, he says, um, what is each of your most flattering and least flattering body parts when competing? Hmm. I have so many least flattering. This is a tough one to decide the most. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't like anything right about my physique. Me. I was like face and I was like, wow, but I got the waist issue too. The hips. Fuck. Uh <laughs> yeah. The long limbs, you know. <laughs> Flat biceps. It's, not, it's not good to ask us what's not good because I, I could need a whole show for this. I just told somebody the other day, someone just the other day asked me about like when you were competing, like what did you, 
like, how did you feel about it? And I'm like, I never really liked my physique. <laughs> this is what I'm <laughs> like stuck I, with. <laughs> I was thought there were so many things wrong with it. And I was just desperately trying to improve it. It's just funny, you know? So yeah, you'd be, you'd be, you'd, you'd laugh if you knew how everyone kind of viewed themselves when it yeah. came to their physique, you know? Well, yeah, some people I, do love themselves. They definitely do. Must be nice. No, yeah, I would say, I mean, to answer seriously, my, my hip structure is what throws off my whole look. Um, <clears throat> but I think I it was this. nice is, uh, well, no, they, really don't, they don't get up there. It's too messy down low. They don't even go north. They're like, oh, God. They tried to escape once they went up. They're like, oh, right. hips it is. Fuck. <laughs> yes. And then, of course, you know what? That's why, that's why it matches the storyline there around, though, is I'm the best when I'm looking away from the crowd. Face hey, is gone, you. and now we have a back. <laughs> yes. There you go. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if you can't be pretty, do nasty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, I see one here. Who would perform better in the WWE? I was just going to grab that one. This is a good one. Well, shit. I, I, would, I would want to say Ron immediately uh, earlier, but I've seen him tear a quad um <laughs> i mean if it's between the three of us it's scott for sure because scott's probably mobile I, it depends can you use a bike in, on in the in the ring if you could use a bike then i think ron like I mean, that could be his thing down. where like he comes down they play they play the theme from brad they play like that yeah. song oh. as he's coming into Crew the jones art, you know yeah. and he's on the bike and he's like doing a little flip and stuff and yeah and then they could put you on know? some like like mid school aggro hip hop rap, and I could do like some 90s tricks in the ring. Yeah, you like bunny hop on someone's head, you know? Yeah, that could be the finishing move. I could yeah. do a fucking tail whip and hit them in the head with the back wheel. Yeah, it's good, right? When the ref's got, not looking, we got you a career right the there. See, see, knock the ref. My bike tech knocks the ref out. <laughs> I got a bike tech with me. All right. right. I saw another one go. in here about how fat should you get iron warrior? How fat do you think a up and coming bodybuilder should be get to gain the maximum amount of muscle mass and strength? I think that it's perfectly acceptable for a young bodybuilder who's working on his foundational, his foundational years, you know, the, the, the years where he's going from learning how to deadlift to pulling five plates for the first time, like that period of time, you know, mm -hmm. um, I think it's perfectly acceptable for him to eat his face off and, you know, kind of see his abs, but you got to kind of see him. You got to kind of see him. Ah, yeah, there they are. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. You got to grow. You got to take advantage of your early years and your like foundational time and, you know, also a lot of those guys too are still kind of in there, you know, like if you're 17 or something, then you're in your hormone fucking heyday. So yeah. just fucking ram that shit, man. Don't be shy, you know, but obviously like when you get into competing and stuff like that, you want to stay responsibly in shape because, you know, you got, you got to just get in shape for the next show anyways. So like, you know, and then you want your body to be efficient and, you know, insulin sensitivity over time and the drugs and blah, 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 blah. But <clears throat> that's kind of the range of what I think is acceptable. What about you, Scott? 
Uh, yeah, I think Ron made a good point for somebody that's younger, especially because the first thought that that came up in my head is we get a lot of questions about guys that are getting a little bit older and they ask, you know, like, how is bodybuilding different for a guy who's older versus younger? And when Ron was saying that, my first thought was, OK, so there's one of those differences, because I feel like if you're in your 40s, you might not want to push as much body fat you know, as you're getting older and your metabolism slowing down versus a younger guy who might be able to bounce back a little bit quicker. Just that was like a random thought that I guess doesn't really fit into, into this for a young up and coming bodybuilder. Um, The only thing I'll say is, is give yourself enough time to get back into shape. I I see so often uh, and, and even I've had to coaching, you know, where, where we had gotten somebody, you know, fatter than we should have. And then you have to work harder to get the fat off. And then there's that, that equation of like, well, how much are we sacrificing to grind this hard? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would say you can get as fat as, as you're able to get it off in the time you need to get it off. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's like, and I think too, if you're competing regularly, like, like you're saying Ron, you only have so much time to get fat, you know, it's like, I think a good amount of time between shows is like uh, what I had always done would be like if I did a spring show, then the next year I would do a fall show. And then that way it would give me, you know, like almost a full year to grow and make changes and then diet down again. And in that time, 18 months, when five of them are, you know, dieting, you only have so much time to get fat anyway. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, The only tweak I would add to that is – Training efficiency is your magic. Like I really press, I know Ron, you're the same, like training is the key to all of this. So if your weight starts to negatively impact your training, you're cardiovascularly too far out of shape. So your sets are cut short by oxygen, not strength Mm, Yeah. or like low back pump. That's something I ask my guys when I'm pushing for weight, it's literally every time they send it up there, like how's the low back? Because the moment that that low back pump is getting in the way of our workouts, we've gone too far. Yeah. Yeah. Like you got to do. Yeah. And also too, uh, their recovery, like recovery between sets, not just like during the sets, but like, you know, can you do a set of 20 on the leg press? If you can't (laughs) like, you know, if you can't do 20 reps with like a decent weight on a leg press, you're just fucking gassed. You'll see a guy, he can do like 14 plates for eight, but he can't do 10 plates for 20. Huh. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And like you, if you can do 14 for eight, you should be able to do 10 for 20, no problem. Right. But there's just, there's like a problem there. There's like a cardio issue. (gasps) You know, so you're talking directly at me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Again, again with this. Again with the tone, Ron. It's in the tone. I know it's directed at me. He actually texted me and said, This is for you. What? what, what?" (laughs) And then the sentence came. Right. All right, we got a TRT related question here from Sam. Oh, I work with Sam. He says, uh, "Why do guys think uh, when they are on TRT uh, doesn't they that why do guys think when they're on TRT that they can't grow?" I get it. TRT doses versus taking a gram of test is pretty different, right? Seems like guys take their foot off the gas while on TRT with training. This is a great question i really like this because this needs to be put out there um 
the best I've ever been at deadlifting in my whole life was on a 16 week cruise where I was running 250 tests every 10 days. And I lost a bit of size and fullness and stuff. I didn't look my best, but I was the strongest I'd ever been in deadlifts. That was my best deadlifting ever, that whole stretch. And I mean, I've been essentially cruising now for years. You know, I'm going into like year two, over year two now, I think. And um, I mean, I gained a rep on the incline the other day. Mm -hmm. Um which was nice because like I'd lost that, you know, I'd lost that rep over time at one point. Right. And I got a rep yeah. back. I'm like, ah, fuck you, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, so, so it, it, there's always a battle to be won and they're yeah. all in the gym huh. yep. and you got to get in there and you got to fucking train your ass off. Some, one of my friends said to me the other day, he might be listening, but he's like, Hey man, I haven't been cruising in a while. I feel like a mortal man. Huh? And I was, you know, I didn't have time to chat. I think we were training and I just laughed. But, but in reality, you're still not, you're still, you're fine. You'd be amazed how much muscle you hold. There's nothing that's worse than being in that no test hole. And people who've gone clean and gone through that no test, like shithole where you feel like garbage. I think they get it in their head that that's going to happen on a cruise. Yeah. Right. But no, it, it doesn't just like mentally change gears and just, it, you're not going to feel like that. You're going to feel great. You might even feel better. Cause like right. when I first started running 250 every seven to 10 days, like months inward, I was like, I feel fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, and I can train fast and I got great cardio. Obviously I'm lighter and that was on purpose and all that. But um, my strength is pretty good, man. All the things that are wrong with me strength wise, that I can't do anymore. They're not related to what I do. They're related to injuries. Huh. The things that are healthy, I still have like a lot of decent strength on, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, so just, you know, if you're doing TRT, get, get that out of your head. You're not going to crash. You're not going to feel like shit. You're going to give up some reps over time, obviously, and some body weight and all that, but you can still have like smoking workouts, crazy pumps, You'll feel good, man. So he's right. All Absolutely. Right. Anything to add to that, Dusty? Not really. I mean, the only thing I would say is, is this is the one time you can't afford it. Like I remind huh. you guys all the time, your body only yeah. has three reasons to grow, and that's going to be food, drugs, and training. Well, you took the drugs away. If you take the training away too, why would you, why would you grow? <laughs> and why would you lose? Why would you want to just give up that time? You know what I mean? So it's the same. Like if you were on TRT, would you stop eating as much? Or would you not be making sure you get your protein in? That's just crazy. I think we use drugs as a crutch and they hide mistakes. Sure. If you're growing while you're on your TRT, then trust and believe what's going to happen when you throw it back in. Because your training's right. Because your eating's right. And now you just take a couple shots a week. You're in business. Um, another thing I'll throw out there that I was just discussing with my training partner was um, you you you'll actually you know you'll learn a bunch and you'll get smarter. Like I adjusted my training volume recently because you know he was getting ready for the show and I was like you know training with him the whole time and I was just getting smoked, right? And um, 
over time, you know, the workouts yeah. were great, but like I was getting periods where I was like, holy fuck, you know, things ache and I fucking like, you know, that sort of thing. So right. I backed off the volume a touch since the show. So for like the past six weeks and um, I've gained reps on a bunch of stuff. Yep. And uh, so like when we do chest, we do eight working sets or seven. Sometimes even I, I even do six or seven sometimes. And then I'll stop and he'll do one or two sets more. Right. And I gained a rep. So obviously, and he's gained a rep. So we both are like dialed in with our ability to recover. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so if you're in that zone and you can see that stuff happening in the gym, that's why it's important to pay attention to what you can do and, you know, logging and, you know, even if it's mentally logging, right. Yeah. But you have to, you have to have that mentality. Okay. What's next? Uh, yeah, we have a ton of, ton of stuff coming up here. Yeah. I, I that wasn't a add, rant. Was it? Was that a rant? No, no. I didn't feel like it was, rant. if it was, it was a, it was a good informational rant. PSA I don't want rant. rant for the show, <laughs> <I want> rant. <laughs> for the bodybuilding community. Um, I want to add to my first cycle. I was terrified. It was, it was a selfish thing, but I was terrified of losing the progress that I made. Yes. I, I didn't want to look stupid. You know, like people saw me change. I had one guy who looked at me and he was like, holy fuck. He was, he was a personal trainer. So he saw me every day and he was like, holy fuck. Did you get into your parents' medicine cabinet or something? That's what he right. said to me. And I <laughs> thought to myself, your parents got. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Uh, I, I, uh, I didn't want to lose that progress. So I like was extra vigilant. I think you could go the other way. You could be extra vigilant. Mm-hmm coming off cycle and i think it's a good attitude to have even if it's a little fear-based you know it's uh it's a good fear right yeah yeah here's another one i agree okay so brian by the way brian always has really good feedback nice thoughtful comments on our stuff so thank you for that yes thank you brian he says uh if you were severely limited with the amount of weight that you can add i.e progressive resistance was no longer an option due to injuries how would you train if you still hoped to improve your physique? I like how he worded this. He always words stuff really well. He's, he's, he yeah. knows how to articulate himself. Um, well, I mean, you got to put tension on muscle to do anything. Like, I mean, at that point you're training to just, you know, cosmetically hope to look good and, you know, have some muscle on you for health reasons and, you know, all that stuff here. You know, I know what it's like to have injuries, but I mean, you could do, you can do sets of 30 supersetted giant sets of 30, you know, 30 reps on this, move to 30 reps on that, move to 30 reps on a third exercise. You could do rounds of stuff like that. You know, um, you know, if you're able to do things like, like, can he still squat? He just can't squat heavy. You know, you could do like 30 rep sets of squats. That taxes a lot of muscle on the body and they're very hard, you know? So, you know, I don't know, I stuff gonna, like that. I was going to add to, uh, to what you're saying, Ron, you can do progressive resistance. The problem that people have is when they th- say the word heavy or progressive right. overload, they think six, eight, 10 reps. Well, Brian do 30 reps. And then the next time you get to that leg press again, try to get 32 reps. And if you get huh. 32, add 10 pounds. I mean, <clears throat> you're still progressing. So keep yeah. that in mind. I mean, JP's been doing it now for a couple months where he's training 
in a ridiculously higher rep range, but progressing. It's the same thing I tell guys that come to me that want to do DC training and they're 50 years old. I'm like, perfect. If you were 20 and you came to me, we'd be doing a rest pause set of 15 with three attempts to get to 15. Yeah. For you, it might be 25 or 30. I might want 15 reps on the first attempt to keep you safe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've bumped a bunch of my reps up lately, actually. Like in the last six months, I've slowly dialed up the reps on mm -hmm. a few things. Yeah. So like when we, you know, like I used to do like, you know, typical like warm ups and then prep sets, right? That's mm -hmm. how I always trained. And then the two working sets. That's kind of my basic default, you know, mm -hmm. template for everything. But um, <clears throat> now I do like, you know, let's say we're leg pressing. I do three plates for 15, five plates for 15, seven plates for 15, nine plates for 15, 11 plates for like eight. Yeah. Right. Right. And then go back down to nine plates or eight plates or something. And I can still only get like 12 to 15 because it's like a second work set. Hmm. Yeah. And so my work sets were, you know, I only had one set of eight and the rest were all sets of 15, like higher reps, you know? Yeah, so, well, you tax yourself so severely on your warm ups or whatever you want to call them, prep sets, that yeah. what you were using for eight was a safer weight than what you would have used if you were exactly. touching weight. If I was fresh, it would have been another two or three plates aside, right? Yeah. Yep. You know? Yeah. So that's just an example. You know, obviously it varies from leg press to leg press. You know how it is, boys. <laughs> I had uh I, I remember when I learned about trying to get more reps with the same weight. I was pressing the ninety pound dumbbells on incline presses at Powerhouse Farmington Hills. It was the second powerhouse gym ever made, ever. And it was falling to pieces. And uh do you guys know who John Simmons is? He's an IFB pro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Older yeah, guy now. Yep. And he told me, I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to try to get the hundreds next week. And I got like eight or 10. And he told me, he was like, well, listen, Scott, if you take those nineties and you keep training with them to the point, you can get 20 reps instead of eight or 10 or whatever I got. He was like, I guarantee you, you're going to be a lot bigger. So, you know, <laughs> just that simple logic. Yep. Everyone wants to add weight. They don't want to add reps. It's odd. Yeah. Um, all right, Michael Warren, uh, what do you guys do to increase appetite or get all your food in? I cannot for the life of me get over 205. I even go backwards by accident some weeks, uh, and I'm eating until I'm sick. Well, <laughs> running in the same face. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I spent some time there. Yeah. 15 um, years. <laughs> yeah 15 years yeah it's it's really weird isn't it when you when you step on the scale and you're like 322 and you eat an entire pizza that day along with all your meals and then you wake up the next morning and you're 321 and a half and you're like how the fuck is that even possible <laughs> and that would happen to me all the time it's like you just fuck you know but you I would play with what somehow. you're play with what you're eating I think yeah. for some reason, and I, and I, I personally take blame, and I, I mean a lot of us, but we push on whole foods so much hmm. that we act as though it's somehow bad to eat a shake. A protein shake with some evu in it is calories, you know. So if you can knock down two scoops of an isolate, you know, with 
two or three tablespoons of oil, that is a heavy ass meal. And it's yeah. not a ton to get down. So even though you're already full, so to speak, you mix it up with, you know, 10 ounces of water, shake it up and slam it and it's over, yeah. you know? Um, so that's the one thing that I used to do a ton of um, when I was really pushing was I was never afraid. I bet you if I ate seven meals a day, three of them were shakes because I didn't have the appetite and I've just never had much of an appetite, but I could get those down or eating things like, you know, uh, almonds and avocados was always an easy add for calories. So I was like, oh, just throw some avocado on top of this chicken yeah. to get the calories up. You know, I think sometimes we really just refuse. I, I've got a guy, Tyler, actually, I think I saw him commenting. Um, we, we've got a bunch of his meals or shakes now. Yeah. And he, that's, there you go. <laughs> that's what he's doing right now. I'm like that meal right there. Anytime you can't eat, just drink that chick. Yeah. And yeah, you know, we're up, you know, five pounds since that move was made, you know, cause it was the same. It's, it's there's a guy who's obsessed with bodybuilding still and will do anything. And he's like, it's just not happening, you know, or he'd get it down, but then he was so sick that the next meal wasn't possible. It's like, well, we yeah. can't keep banging our head against this wall. I did. I did four <clears throat> solid meals and two shakes for like most of my, most of my life. But they were, to be fair, they were like blender shakes in the off season. Like I right. was pushing food into them. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. That's giving me I some ideas. Taste back in the day. <laughs> you guys are giving me some ideas. I think I'm going to add in some more shakes because I've been, you know, I'm trying to eat cleaner again, but it's harder for me to get in. I'm trying to get the momentum going. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. when you're just getting that momentum going, it's like you got to push. It's a little bit more work. I think it'd be an easy way to add in, dude, like one shake, I can get 50 grams of protein, some carbs, some fats. And it's like, you can do that fast. Oh yeah. Well, especially when that's the other thing is, is you're bringing in even just time, you know, cause yeah. I eat slow as hell and I can drink a shake in 20 seconds and move on with life. Yeah. You know, so simple. What else we got? Pound those shakes. I wanted to ask one more thing, just digging in a little bit further. What was sure. it like Ron, when you worked with Chad Nichols? And you were eat because I think you said like that's when you were eating the most you'd ever eaten. Was that then? Yeah, yeah. I had and the shakes were humongous. Terrible. Yeah, the, sh <laughs> the, the shakes were humongous. Like, yeah, there was uh, the two days a week that were my off days that I didn't train on. My carbs were actually a lot higher those two days. Yeah, because he's like, well, you don't have to train. So you don't have, you have to time feel to eat. good at all. <laughs> yeah. You can feel like shit all day. It'll be fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause if you're going to train, you have to have like, you have to feel good and not be bloated. And like, you have to feel like you can go train. Right. But he's like, hey, I love the logic. Day, so it's just more food. Yeah. So, um, everyone's, everyone's cutting calories on their day off. And Chad Nichols is like, no <laughs> fucking pound it, you know, get it in. So I'd have these two, two of my meals were, um, crazy blender drinks like you know probably had 200 grams of carbs in them and right. 90 grams of protein and probably 50 grams of fat yeah like just big bombs and i'd pound those twice a day and you'd be so full from the shake you'd be like oh my god it's almost like just might as well have just eating a big giant meal yeah. but um at least he gets out of you a little quicker you know absolutely there you go tommy's right that he's lived on those things yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I see, I see one here. I just got to ask this. Yeah. What was one of your favorite movie scenes with music? Example: Top Gun, Highway to the Danger Zone. Huh. 
when you think of a movie scene with a song in it that you just love? Can you think of one? The music really makes movies, period. Like if you see like a scene, like it's all happening, like it's coming down, the big gunfight or something. I just, That's I can't true. think of, I can't think of one offhand. Oh, you got, like, what about um, Happy Gilmore? Uh, what the fuck was it? I'm trying to think what the band is right now. Um, every time he would uh, come out, music, I'm, I'm Googling as we speak. Boom. Nope. 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 Damn it. My Google is killing me. Fuck. I don't no. remember. You mean it was How like his entry song for the, for when he golfed? Yeah. Like when he would come in, they was always, they were always playing. God damn it. Uh, and of course my brain's completely off. Someone answer me. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> There's 110 people here and they know exactly what we're, we're looking for. Oh fuck. I can't even think, I can't even like get a single word of it so I can, uh, roll it through. My Is it Journey? No. Rock and Roll? No. Okay, there we go. Soundtrack. I'm just going to Google the soundtrack. That's what Is I'm looking rock at. Rock and Roll? But I could just keep like naming off random songs. and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think jump I found... Around. There it is. Oh, oh, Jump Around. Yes. That was it. I'm like, there it is. Yeah, that that always would get me because I used to watch that in high school a ton, a ton of times. Yeah, that's just great golf music. <laughs> that screams, so I'm going for a calm day at the course. Yeah. I would funny. watch golf if Happy Gilmore was a golfer. Yes. This is not the direction he was shooting for. What about you, Ron? What's your what's your music? You're the guy for this shit. Exactly. Question was for you. I didn't, they weren't even asking this. Fuck what well, I, 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 I did pretty good when I did the helicopter stories from Hawaii. I had a few people that got all of them. They were like, <laughs> I gave them songs, right? Like I, I put one of my helicopter shots was to Long Tall Sally, which is the song that plays in Predator when they're all flying in the choppers out to the jungle. <laughs> and Jesse Ventura's stuffing tobacco under his lip and Carl Weathers is staring him down and he spits on his boot. Yeah, and Arnold's like cleaning his gun or something. Yeah, and they're playing Long Tall Sally, and they're like flying through the jungle, and it's just this awesome scene. So that's why I put that up. And then I I put um, a Fortunate Son. That's because yeah. because that's the song that's playing in Forrest Gump when he's in Vietnam. Yep. It's like that <laughs> right. And then uh, and then the last helicopter clip that i put up i put white rabbit by jefferson airplane oh yeah that's a good one and that's the song from platoon when they're all smoking weed and they're getting yes. all fucked up and they're getting ready to go out and yeah yeah pretty See, crazy. this is the, so, the only time that somehow the two to four years between ron and i disappears and i'm like what platoon what i didn't see that <laughs> yeah yeah and then now and then um, lose me and then there's a guy on Instagram who uh, tagged me in this awesome um, Reservoir Dogs uh, post just like celebrating the movie. It was like the cast was all back together, you know, like taking pictures and stuff. Right. And uh, that movie had such a great soundtrack. Um, you know, the scene the scene where he plays uh, Stuck in the Middle with You and he flips open the razor and he slices that cop's ear off. Torture. Yeah. That's a good idea. Torture. <laughs> remember the cop goes are you gonna torture me and he goes torture you that's a good idea <laughs> appreciate that <laughs> yeah yeah he cuts his ear off and he holds it up hello yeah. oh yeah <laughs> fucked up but uh scenes like that um 
Which, by the way, the studio wanted to remove that scene from that movie, and Tarantino said, "Fuck you." That was like that was one of the most intense parts of the movie, right there. Yeah, Tarantino says you cannot take that scene out. It's like makes the movie. It's you key. Know? Yeah, it's key. Yeah, yeah. Huh. That All was right. good. Yeah, yeah. I like that shit. All right, gents. Question from Polish loyal listener, uh, last five minute crew member. Oh, okay. What is your three go-to tips as far as morning routine. Do you uh, prefer a schedule? Um, how do you like to start your day? Go well, um, I absolutely love the, having the first two hours of the day to myself. Like, and I don't mean like to myself, like, you know, Emily can't be home. I just mean like, I want to enjoy my coffee. I want to cook a breakfast. I want to eat it, check my emails, look at, you know, a few things online, see what I got to do that day. I have a list from the day before. I always make a list every night before I go to bed of just like, you know, like, you know, renew business license, call contractor, you know, check Mm -hmm. on our order. You know, like there's like a list of things you got to do for the gym or write a program for, you know, Dave, you know. And I'll be like, okay, those are things I got to do tomorrow. So I'll check out my list and I'll, you know, start sort of just clicking things off and I'll eat slow and drink my coffee. That is, you know, I might get a bunch of little quick little email, you know, one hit, one hitters, you know, (laughs) get a bunch of those done, you know, yes, no emails, you know, 35 minutes cardio, you know, those, those just dialing people in that sort of shit, start doing that and just chip away at what I got to do that day and take my time. I don't like being rushed in the morning. Now that I don't right. work a day job, it's like the thing that I, I, I just think, man, I'm so glad I have this time every morning. Cause you know, for years, like when I was working at mute and I'd get up and slam a shake and go out the door. Right. Right. So it's just, yeah, I love it. Well, you Scott. And I, I don't, it depends, but for me, I just wake up and start uploading. That's like, but I, you know what? I like to have time to myself too in the morning. So now that Victoria's here, though, I like to kind of like take if she takes her time waking up, then I'll take my time waking up too. outside of that. Right. I jump right down to the computer, get some coffee going and start uploading stuff or editing things. And like you, Ron, I just start looking at my day and maybe answering some easy emails. Yeah, I might like get that. into work like I might be working full speed within 20 minutes of being up. Yeah. You know, I might just be pounding out emails and like eating oatmeal and just or I might right. be casually sort of like, you know seeing how much of my crypto is still evaporated. Yeah. Wondering how much of it's going to come back, you know, it'll, things it'll are looking up by the way. Buy more. I, I, buy let, more. Let, 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 let's talk about crypto for a second. Yes. Crypto corner with Dusty <laughs> Um Did you guys like free? Did you guys like, were you guys watching the crash this weekend? Were you, did you notice that happened? I don't, well, I mean, I only watch, uh, I'm doing the same thing you're doing, Ron, with the uh, bot game. Oh, you got um, some bots? Going. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So got that. But as far as the, the long-term money, I don't even look at it. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's going to go it's back up, It's the same up, thing. Right? I remember up. when everyone freaked out when Bitcoin was, you know, dumped down to 18,000. And they were like, yeah. oh, and everyone bailed out. And I was like, yeah. I did relax. <laughs> That's yeah, the yeah, way yeah, I yeah. feel, too. Yeah. They, they gave away hundreds of thousands of dollars because they got scared, like, there's they, no amount of they, money that's in there. If it all disappears, it won't matter. So I'm like, okay. They pump we'll it, see. then they dump it. Then they pump it, then they dump it. <laughs> yeah. And you just yeah, like Scott said, 
Every, every now and if it, if it dips low enough, I'll just buy more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, 50, I, that's still like way more than I paid for mine. So I got yeah. a long ways before I need to start worrying, you know? So, <laughs> so I, I, I got, um, I was about, I guess three weeks ago, Dante got me going on some bots. Dude, he told you and, about that too. I, he oh, got yeah. Andrew in on it and he, he yeah, had told me guys, and I haven't done going. it yet. And, um, and it's, it's got amazing potential. I yeah. fucking love it. It's super fun. Yeah. That's I enjoy it. <laughs> it's a bit of a rush. I'm not a gambling man, but I just believe the market is going to continue to go up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I, I think crypto is a future and blockchain is, 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 is the future <laughs> of, of a lot of, of our technology and how we're going to live our lives. And it's just, I'm just, I don't have much of a problem investing it. I know it's risky. You know, there's not like a lot of those altcoins and guys that throw a lot of money at, but, um, you know, I'm trying to be, uh, I'm trying to educate myself and, and, uh, and the bots have been fun. So obviously the bots swallowed up a bunch of cash when the market crashed. Yeah. Right. right? You know, they all got fucking bloated right to the limit. And, uh, so they kind of shut down for a few days, but, um, last night I woke up this morning and, uh, they've started popping open cause they're, mm-hmm. things are coming back up. So like certain cryptos have come back quite a bit, you know, and uh, other ones are a little, a little sluggish, but they're all going to come up. So those bots will all pop back open and I'll alter the settings on them and sort of, you know, learn from what happened and, uh, and, you know, get them fired up again. But uh, I've got a couple that are still running and I mean, they're still worth my while. So, um, you know, if anyone wants to know, I'm not an expert. All I can say is check out three commas. Um, that's the one that we're using. It seems to be mm-hmm. a good one. I'm not gonna, I'm not, you know, brand loyal at all. Do it. Just check them out, you know, see what, yeah. see what you think. But, um, I, uh, I, I'm having a good time. How long have you been going Dusty? A couple weeks. Yeah. Just You're doing the bots yeah. too. Yeah. Just did the, just did the hours of research, <laughs> you know, yes. to do it right. You gotta, you gotta, as you know, Ron, you gotta dive in and spend the time and yeah. bust out the Watch notebook and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that one guy that he sent that video, the yep. videos I've been watching. I watched all his videos. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, for sure. So, but you said it's fun. I think that's the other thing is the other stuff's not as fun to me because I just kind of walk away. This is a little, it's like a little game every day. Yeah. I like scoreboards. I love scoreboards. Getting up every Ron. morning. Oh, did we both yeah. freeze? Ron did. We lost you. Two. did. Ron's got a little freeze going on. We'll see. You'll come back eventually. We'll give you a minute. We can hear you. That's what matters. We can hear you. Can you hear us? There, you there go. he is. Yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yes. And we said there he is, and he jumped. You yeah. Bet. I thought I was the one that hangs out. Yeah. Now I didn't know that he that you got in on the on the bots as well. That's I wanted yep. to, and I've been I did all the research. I just haven't started it yet because I've been preoccupied with my company. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's good. There we go. Get me out of it. I don't yes. like it. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Jesus. Yeah, so Sorry, guys. I've been getting a huge kick. I've been getting a huge kick out of getting up every morning and seeing how much money I made while I was sleeping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, that's the fun. And I got it going pretty good. I had three days in a row where Dante was impressed. He's like, "Oh, you're how much do you have in there? You're doing good." Like, nice. Yeah. I I had a couple days where, and then uh, so I had three days in a row where I was like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" You know, because right. the first like seven, eight, nine days, I was just dialing things and adding money and sort of like figuring out what I wanted to do, and then it started really clicking, and then the market fucking gutted <laughs> so i'm hoping it uh you know i'm hoping on the way back up we can just all ride those bots yeah 
you know it's fun so anyways that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna bother people with my crypto i keep my cash in my bed that's funny yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as long as yeah, you don't yeah. live in the united states i guess you'll be fine um <clears throat> Yeah. All right. Elijah has a question for us. He says, I threw my lower back out Saturday, setting dumbbells down on my last set, about 60% recovered. Better to take the full time off until completely recovered or keep working, just taking it easy. Recover. Yeah, recover. And I don't know. You have to remember motion is lotion, though. So you should be moving. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. if you hurt your knee, you shouldn't sit with your legs straight for like three days. You know, you shouldn't be moving it, even if it's passively moving it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's very important to, you know, get things moving around. And, um, but as far as lower back goes, you can, maybe he can still go in and do like a, an all out pull down workout and it doesn't have to be like taking it easy. Maybe he can still go hard on the pull downs. Yeah. I, I find that you've got a you got to factor in this is where experience is nice. I know you, you guys both know this. I've had days where I'll wake up and like, I don't know, my my trap or something will be tight. And I'm like, oh, it's deadlift day. How about the time I'm done with warm ups? That'll loosen up. And right. I'll know the difference. There's other days I'll grab the bar and go, nope, not today. Yeah. There's days where I'm like, yeah. you know what? What it needs is to to be worked. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like you said, you just do some movement. Just that pull down of gravity and all of a sudden i'm like you know you'll get done and somebody's like oh how was your back today you already told me like oh i forgot yeah it's fine yeah exactly <clears throat> hey ron you remember how when you first started getting into into bikes you had said that like with the with our world today and youtube you can learn so much you know like you taught yourself how to do stuff like you just do this and then after that you add this to this i've done the same thing with mobility work on youtube trying to help fix my own issues and then and then for clients too and there's some really good people out there that explain a bunch of stuff and i'll tell you what i can tell you that there were years and years now dusty left us that's there, funny he'll there, be back he will there were years that like i didn't understand how important hip flexors were and mm. here he is let me take a second to he's back. back i didn't realize how important stretching your hip flexors were dusty and I have oh, yeah. always suffered with, you know, like lower back tightness and, you know, you get off like a long drive or off an airplane or sitting at your desk for 10 hours. And then I'm like, oh man, I can't get that back stretched out. But the reality was it was my hip flexors. And I would say, you know, maybe take a break, but at the same time, see if you can do anything to help speed that recovery too. like figure out what went out in my lower back what were the signs yeah. that i wasn't looking at before this happened you know all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah all the why stuff yeah 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 exactly if you guys see anything else that you want to throw up here so when i got kicked out i lost all the previous comments oh okay me too we got we got some stuff. We got a lot of stuff. Oh, I do want to give a shout out to Casey because he says when I mentioned uh, Farmington Hills Powerhouse, he said hilarious. I'm heading to Powerhouse Clinton Township now, home of Kuklo. That's not too far from me. Oh, okay. Gosh. That's where Kuklo when he was come a kid. Down. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that where he trained with Justin Harris back in the day in the Troponin days? I'm not sure. I haven't been to that gym. That's like on the other side of Detroit, like way away. <laughs> Okay. Okay. The, the uh, river incident may have been facetious. <clears throat> Dusty, yeah. thanks for mentioning the four-second negatives a while back. It's changed my training completely. 
And we hey, got some nice great. comments here. Good to hear. Yeah. That's that's like all I do on some things now. Yeah. You know? Oh goodness, Iron Warrior. Well, wow, much appreciated. Shit. Right. You do a lot of you the know? four second negatives now? Yeah, like on pendulum squat, that's all I do. Yeah. I don't do like I don't go down quickly at all on a pendulum ever. Like even with warm up weights, I do four second negatives on everything and I just try to make them as brutal as possible and I, and then I dead stop at the bottom for like just a split second. I was just and, gonna ask you that. That that's yeah. like a game changer to me on hacks. But well, a lot of things, but definitely that, that full stop takes away that spring. Yeah, but I I don't there's like I could go like a half an inch lower, mm-hmm. mash things, but I'd lose tension. Right. On the quad. So like there's like I, I appear mashed. Like it looks like my calves and hams are mashed and everything's like I'm as low as I can go. But I could like relax almost in and I don't go I don't do that. I keep the tension on the quads and drive through the heels and Right. And, um, and the ball of the foot on the pendulum heels and the ball of the foot. Boom. Yeah. And man, my quads are sore today. I did them last night and my quads are fucking sore. I'm a pussy on those now though. Like at the end of the workout, very final, like we did a, we did a whole bunch of hamstring stuff and strip sets on the leg press mm-hmm. and, um, a bunch of extensions. And then we did pendulums. And so I went up to like three plates and that was, <laughs> I was fucking, I was smoked. That's that. my son. It's oh, you're kidding me. Fine. Yeah. I don't I don't actually know if that's true, but we're pretty sure. There's <laughs> <laughs> been a lot of been a lot of questionable decisions in my life. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Let's see what I I didn't read this one yet. I'm just gonna toss it up here and see what happens. He says, I'm 36 now, been bodybuilding since 12, planning on going on TRT, but I want to cycle in cruise, I think you're saying for a little while, one to four years before going to TRT doctor. Any cycling advice? He's 5'8", 190 to 200 pounds, a legit 10 to 13% body fat in summer. I really can't really give, like, do this. Um, get sued. <laughs> yeah. here's, here's what I, I can tell you. If you're in the United States, <clears throat> look up transcendcompany.com, fill out their intake form, and uh, my doctors will take care of you. There you go. There you go. All right. Got it. Finances question here. says I'm a teacher in MS and I love my job. Uh, MS is that Mississippi Missouri? Or Missouri? Is it Missouri? What's MI? Michigan? MI yes. is Michigan. MS. There's a whole bunch of. You guys are really caught on something that doesn't matter. Keep going. All right. Okay. Good point. <laughs> Thank you, Dusty. Dusty kept us on track. He says, "What are we doing? What are we doing?" <laughs> I work an average of sixty hours a week as I uh, as I teach in extracurricular. Uh, I want to keep my career, but I need to make more money to provide for my family. Thoughts? Well, I mean, time is your issue, obviously. Uh, A, respect for putting that kind of hours and loving your job because seeing what a lot of the teachers do, it's pathetic to me. Uh, Most jobs in general, but so awesome. Um, The biggest thing I would look at is, is what can you do after hours that won't steal too much time for your family? Um, and suggest something that you love to be the passion that you, you use. Cause a lot of people will come and say, well, how much money do I need to start? And it's like, I like to remind people, for example, that uh flag nor fail was started on $400. Yeah. So, you know, if you've got, if you make time, you can do things that are pretty exciting. I think right now it's amazing <clears throat> the amount of opportunities that are out there. Like 
all I see every day are more ways to make money. Like it just blows my mind. Um, so I have to settle in on which ones I want to play with at the time, you know, so, so open your eyes and just think outside the box as well. Cause I'm really, I know Ron, you're the same. Like it's just, it stuns me how many ways we can make money from our house right now. It's absurd. Like our parents could only go to work and come home and go to another job if they needed to. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of fun to literally be like, Oh, I started dabbling in this and whoops, it, you know, brought me an extra couple grand a month. Right. That's cool. So like, what's an example? Oh, like, God. Well, I mean, it could literally be anything. So, I mean, like this is, you, you can literally, I mean, for example, like Gary V's put these things out. You can garage sale and find things that you can resell on eBay and, um, you know, things like that, where you can actually find little gems to make money that are pretty drastic. Cause I mean, when you're on a teacher's salary, I'm assuming that if you added $10,000 to your year, that would be drastic. You know, so always be looking for things like that. And then, you know, is there anything within your field, for example, do you see anything that you have a problem in the industry that you could solve that, you know, man, if we had this, all teachers' lives would be easier. Okay, well, right. make that. Like, because I think it's surprising um, that people don't realize, for example, I actually met a guy a billion years ago who invented the PVC elbow. And my first thought was, it didn't always turn. Right. That seems useless. Some guy made millions of dollars because he was like, well, this pipe's useless if it can't turn. You know what I mean? Right. So there's things in every industry. You know, look at the gym pin guy. I don't think he's making millions of dollars, but the guy was like, oh, we need a better way than just jamming a second pin to hold weight on here. I'll yeah. make these and right. make some money. I mean, what if he's making $5,000 a year? It's five grand and he's known and people love him. Awesome. Is this, is this a or, drug or, question? Or, yeah. or they own gyms and they hate him. Oh. <laughs> favorite strains i was just gonna joke i could say you could always just sell a little bit of drugs on the side <laughs> and then this question popped up this Have is you a ever considered selling yeah. to your students never mind <laughs> favorite strains oh. favorite sabs such as i think he means shatter jabs, wax like shatter wax yeah. shatter wax diamonds what the f is a shatter yeah. wax so diamond here's first here, of all. here's what i like i like i like actual weed powder like ground up you mean yeah powder that's what they call it go ahead old man (laughs) well hey i'm a little older than you when i hear powder i think of like something else yeah yeah (laughs) right like like dan Aykroyd said after jim belushi died he said mind your pills and powders True. true so okay so actual weed and then a nice pen a good vape pen is nice but I don't need to smoke shatter. I don't need to get so fucked up that I can't do anything. I just like <laughs> that's it's strong. Your life huh? is over for the night. Like, it's that strong. I'm huh? fine with just the way things already are. Like a little hoot, cook some food, <laughs> throw a movie on, eat. Life is good. I can still converse. I'm you know like, but I don't want to just like blast shatter and then like go to outer space for thirty minutes and crash on the couch. Question. So, so yeah, have, have you ever blasted shatter? 
Yeah, I've never, never no, I just never, never even went that. I don't know. Way I've never out. even been, I've never even really like been around anybody who's had it. You know. Huh. Okay. Shattered. It seems like a young person thing. It's like yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's like Ron, Ron that old. the kids are smoking. Yeah, we just want to like. Do you have any weed? Like. Yeah. 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 Plus, I like the basic, smell of weed. Basic like, pipe. Smell move the weed. on. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? I can't remember yeah. the the guy from Hell's Angels who's part of the IFBB now. Uh, Mel, Mel Mel Chancy. Yeah. Uh, right. I may have seen Mel just like hanging out at a show in a few years, a couple years ago with his vape pen in hand, like just hanging oh, yeah. out at the show. He just occasionally take a, I was actually with a client who was competing in that show and we we're like coming down the elevator and he's like taking a puff off of this vape pen. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? We're in the middle of the hotel. And then I get downstairs yeah. and Mel's doing the same thing. Like nobody, it's, it's a different it's, world. When I was a not kid, the same though, like if you, if you were, if you were blasting, you know, flower in the middle of the hotel, everyone would know. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. I didn't realize that at the time. But yeah, when I was a kid, you had to like go with your buddies and get in the car and drive somewhere else. And then, you know, after that, you're like washing your hands and, you know, all that. So, all right. right, right, right. That's funny. Um, we got a bunch of stuff on here still. I got so totally sidetracked and I forgot to keep looking for stuff after that. Oh, here we go. Pete. How long did each of you train before you thought maybe I should compete? Well, technically I competed at a non-sanctioned show when I was only 17, like a junior show. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I guess I'd only trained for like two and a half years at that point. Mm -hmm. But as far as like the real competition, that was seven years, you know, that was a while. That, that is. Yeah. You know, yeah, I just I did, did a show, show after like kid, weeks. But... Yeah, I did the same as you. I did a show like randomly, just as something to do, and then it was years before huh. I actually would say I competed. You know, yeah. I didn't even know what the hell I was doing in the gym when I first did a show. Yeah, right, right. I know what you mean. I think I wanted to compete in two thousand and five, and I was like, I'm going to train for this for the next year, and then I'll diet, and and it didn't work. Like it didn't work. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have any help. And I didn't get lean enough. Like, and there were things I didn't understand too. Like I was eating, uh, I wanted to eat cleaner. So I like ate a Subway sandwich with tuna fish on it. And I was oh like, I'll right. switch to tuna. You know, I didn't realize there was like 50 grams of fat in each scoop. And I was doing like, give me a double scoop. Cause I need more protein. So it, <laughs> that's amazing. It took me a couple more years before I, before I was able to do it. <laughs> Connie, uh, Comments on all our stuff. Connie Richard, Connie Richard, she's with us. She says, oh, yes. uh, West Coast, best coast. She says, new hoodie from West Coast Iron for the holidays, Big Ron? Tell her to message me. I have some people I have to message back. All right. How about that? No, she's adding to the list of people he's not messaging back. All right. I can't find this question. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wait a minute. No, I'm getting on that. Well, we finally just, yeah, we had some supply issues. It was terrible, and we finally got some stuff yesterday, so... I have a list of names here. There, there was one. I can't scroll back and find it, but he asked, have you guys ever been scared to do a workout? Every time only I if I had something that only if I had something that was hurting, <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was like, God, I just need one more leg workout before this show. Like, you know, I'm two weeks out. I hope nothing comes off. Just let's just get through one more workout. <laughs> the survival ends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jamie, the but no, I was us. never, 
Oh, no way. What's up, man? Just chilling in the hot tub. Fuck. Mm. He's chilling in the tub. So we're hanging out with her naked in the tub. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, that's cool. You know, there's a lot of ladies. If if Jamie's naked in the tub, there'll be a lot of there'll be a lot of ladies around too. That's good. So it's good actually times. like, right? It's actually a bonus. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Thanks for thanks for bringing them in to watch us. Less. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But what about you, Dusty? Because you you were starting to say, you know, talking about like fear before workouts. I always, yeah. I mean, I, I guess fear is a tricky word, but um, I'm always, I have anxiety before every back and leg day every single time. Um, and truthfully, before every really heavy set, um, I remind myself that it's, this is not a good idea. Um, <clears throat> because you reach a point where you just know, like, you know, but I, everything has to be perfect because I mean, like my, uh, my physical therapist, like explained to me, for example, on heavy rows, how much pressure you're putting on a certain point of your body. And it's like, huh. when someone breaks that down to a number of pounds in like a square inch of your body, you're like, Oh, this is dumb as shit. Should not be doing this. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's a pretty regular thing. And the only thing I've altered since I've gotten older is just, finding ways to make it a little bit harder to do the same thing uh is really and it's enjoyable too because it forces you to go back you know like you were saying ron with the slow negatives and stuff like that but it's i don't know that i'm necessarily making it any safer because the one thing i know uh is a lot of times the people who i know who get injured get injured warming up Hmm. so i do feel like a lot of times an injury that injuries happen when they're gonna happen you know what I mean? So I don't let it scare me, but it definitely use it as a way to be focused. Like, you know, I'm very only thinking about one thing when I'm moving weight and that's right. it's moving correctly. You know, I think that's the thing that kills me watching up and comers. And I've got clients right now that probably want to fire me because they send me their videos and I'm just like, what in the fuck was that? Because the obsession and I, and I sometimes blame myself is the weight. And I'm like, fuck the weight it's it's got to at least be a full range of motion Hmm. you know like if the range of motion is shit you're not going to grow no matter what you're putting yourself in a dangerous position because you can't handle that weight you know it's it just doesn't make a ton of sense so it's it's one of those things where you know calculated risk i guess is the answer so i'm always a little nervous on the big body parts just because you know, it's like, well, that's, that's 800 pounds on the ground over there. I'm just going to pick it up all nonchalantly. That'll be fun. That's called respect <clears throat> is what that is. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's respect for, it's like, like if you were, if you were in the ocean, you got to respect the water. You know what I mean? Cause it yep. could kill you. Yeah, for sure. All right. What else we got? I, I want to mention, I want to mention that we have, I can't read his name because it's written in Russian. Okay. But he said, awesome. uh, he's watching from Russia, bodybuilder in Russia. Russia, oh, yeah. big and strong. Oh, I don't doubt that one bit. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's just awesome that we got people that you know checking in from fucking Russia. Oh yeah, you know, and Brooklyn. Hey, no sleep till Brooklyn. I see Freddie Erickson. <laughs> I thought I saw uh, one of your guys is on here too, Ron. Uh, oh, Morgan. Morgan's with us. Oh shit. Okay, big Morgan. There we go. Yeah. Oh, nice typo. Rob Partlow. That's okay. <laughs> Half the people that knew me from the bar thought my name was Rob. Yeah. That's it awesome. Works. It's almost a nice throwback. I like seeing that. I think we're going to talk about the Toronto. Times today. We we got yeah, <laughs> we got to talk about the Toronto Pro because we didn't. We kind of touched on my client, but we didn't really talk about the Toronto Pro. 
tell us about it. I was busy. I have a good excuse trying to do non-bodybuilder stuff with my lady. So there was no, there was no bodybuilding over the weekend here at this house. That's very important to do. I like, yes. I like hearing that, especially when she hasn't seen you in a while. There's other business yeah. you got to take care of. Right. Yeah, the dogs Mr. Romantic. So yeah, who, yeah, who won? About. Who won? What happened? Joel, Joel Thomas. You're kidding me. Yeah. Yep. He looked awesome. Um, so fifth place was um, Stan DeLongu. I'm not sure if I say his name right, but Stan DeLongu. He looked really good. Um, and then in fourth place was Aaron Golly, who is a giant, like big six foot one, you know, bodybuilder from Canada here. He turned pro uh, you know, nationals like 2019. And uh, he showed up in by far the best condition he's ever been in. He's 290 pounds on stage. He's a legit monster, big dude. Um, and he was hard as nails, like real hard. He had that, mm-hmm. he had a good look. So he was fourth. Um, uh, Joe Seaman was third, uh, from Canada. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's the guy who is huge. He's got so much muscle on his body. He really reminds me of Cutler. Hmm. Um, like the big Cutler, like with the delts right. that was super wide that sat out like cannonballs. And, um, and his quads remind me of Cutler's too, because They've just got kind of a similar shape on the outside and the way they, the way they line up when he flexes them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's a little wider through the hips and waist structurally, but he doesn't have a, any distension like he's got. So that reminds me of Cutler too. Right. Cause so there's a bunch of things about him that are kind of like, remind me of Jay. He's huge on stage and he was in really good condition. And then, uh, Quentin Araya, you know, it's so funny. I call him Beastwood all the time. I don't even hope I'm saying it right. Iria? Quentin Iria. Anyways, I uh, Quentin that was actually his last name. Yeah, yeah. So Quentin and Joel had a showdown for the win. And um, it was really good. They, they made a point of bringing in the, them out by themselves after the pose down. Yeah. How's that? Again. Yeah, like they brought them back. You guys can't like, breathe. Let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, like after they were after they were done, and they they brought them back. And oh no, it wasn't after the pose down. Sorry, it was after the like it, you thought they were going to call placings, mm-hmm. and they they were like, no, we got to bring them back out first. So um, it was pretty awesome. They had one last look at just the two of them, made them show down for it, and uh, close call. It was like fifty fifty in the room. For everyone right. I asked, who you got, who you got? They're like, Quentin, Joel, Quentin, Joel. Um, I think Joel got it. He was just a little more rugged looking, mm-hmm. um, like a little bit denser, kind of a little grainier. But Quentin was still like shredded and ripped and looked amazing. And has probably one of the craziest frames in pro bodybuilding period right now. For sure. That's um, cool. When you look at the, the waist to rate, uh, the, the shoulder to waist to hip ratio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the big quads, so the X frame look, it's really reminds me of like young Tony Freeman. Like he is awesome. Right. And I was going to um, say, I was going to say Bayeki. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A taller Bayeki or is Bayeki six feet? I yeah, think Bayeki's he's up right there. around there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So kind of like Bayeki, that's a good, that's another good one too. So Quentin's just going to get better and better and better. Like he, he looked awesome, man. And um, it was a really good show, and they they battled hard, and the callouts were worth it. And you know, I mean, we we talk about the pro shows, you know, we 
try to speak about what we think of the Instagram photos or the live feed of the Olympia, but you know, it's, it's nice to actually have attended one. <laughs> right. You know? That is cool. It's a different like experience. Can actually, yeah. You feel like you can actually speak on the placings a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like I always feel, I always feel kind of like, yeah, I don't want to commit to anything. I, <laughs> I don't want to say too much about these placings because I wasn't there, you know? Yeah. And, right. and we, we do that all the time, but I was at the show, so it was pretty cool. And, um, and then the 212 was, uh, got touched on the 212. Um, Murat Ganul, I don't know, I, mean, I haven't seen him before, but he looked great. He wound up in fifth. Um, obviously, I talked about uh, Ditto earlier. My client, Steve Didashak, my buddy, um, business partner, fourth place, good showing. David Henry in third. And um, that was a bit of a surprise when I saw his name on the list. I thought it was going to be an easy win. Hmm. Um, and David, uh, David Henry still looked really great, but... Um, you know, that he just had a couple of guys sneak ahead of him. Um, Adolphus Quota, uh, Quota, Quotia. Sorry, I'm not saying his name right. But he was second. He was, uh, he's a Canadian guy that turned pro a couple of years ago. And uh, he looked great. And then a guy named Douglas Connor. He's got these crazy dreads mm-hmm. with like, you know, long dreads and it kind of pulled into a ponytail. So he like, he was really noticeable. And right. um, his physique was, he looked awesome. He, he won the show, like, and to beat David Henry, obviously, is, you know, a, a big feather in everybody's hat, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, that's a pretty big challenge. You see David Henry's name on the list of a 212 show, and you're like, oh, fuck. Right. You know? <laughs> He's so, been around uh, this forever, guy showed too. Up. Yeah. Dave Henry's yeah. been around forever. Like, I remember him competing with, you know, the Jay Cutler days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, how was the fuck, man. How was the crowd there? Like, how was the turnout for that show? It was awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was pretty, pretty packed. It was a good turnout, man. I mean, I don't know how big the venue was, but, you know, there was a lot of people there. Nice. You guys have time. So for that was one? really nice. You got time for one more question? Shoot. I have a real important one. It's so important. I can't oh. find it. I've been scrolling and looking, but you guys have commented so <laughs> many times, which is freaking awesome. But the important question was that if you could go back in time to live in another time, another place, when and where would that time be? How far back do you have to go? I mean, I'm thinking more than yesterday. You know what I mean? Like it would have to be more than just like before we started the show today. Right. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd go back and live in the 90s, no problem. Yeah. What so great. <laughs> great period of time everything i loved would still be there great gyms yeah still got good food the bikes were good i could still ride the quality would come up it would still be fun this is this is classic because you you said this ron and uh, i just i screenshot this today and sent it to somebody it was a tweet it says we memorized phone numbers we memorized driving directions no one knew what we looked like no one could reach us we were gods (laughs) <laughs> and i was like that is so damn accurate like that was the night you know man i i i had i i was telling a story the other day i was like there's something that i i i i think it's important and people aren't getting it hmm. as a young man just think about think about how no one's getting this experience now think of being like 19 years old and there's a girl that wants to bang you but she lives four hours away and there's a blizzard 
and the roads are terrible. And anyone in their right mind wouldn't make the drive because it's a blizzard. Like, I know you're Canadian, you know how to drive, but it's still not the best time to be on the highway. There's a lot, you know, a lot of big trucks on that highway. It's, it's kind of risky. And uh, you don't have a cell phone. If you crash <laughs> in the ditch, you just sit on the side of the fucking road in the blowing snow and minus 20 and hope you don't run out of gas so your heater stops <laughs> and hopefully someone pulls over. So there's like a risk and a danger and you could go fucking missing and it's <laughs> nighttime because you had to work all day and you're trying to make that drive and you do it anyways. Hell yeah, you do. You fucking man up. You, you get do. brave. You just fucking go, I'm just going to make this drive. I'll go slow. I'll follow a big truck. He'll fucking break the break the wind for me. Plow the roads for me. (laughs) Crank some fucking music. Throw a tape in the tape deck. (laughs) He said a tape. (laughs) Right. Oh my god. Throw a tape in the tape deck. Crank the music. Fucking let's go. And and that like sort of feeling of freedom. Like no one knows where I am. My parents can't get a hold of me for the next like thirty six hours because I'm going to be somewhere else. Banging hose. Banging oh. some chick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. <clears throat> no, but you, you know what I mean? You're, you're right about that, though, because when I think about now with kids and stuff versus like when I moved. So, Scott, I moved away when I was 16. Okay. Uh, my parents lived in Arizona. I moved to Utah and I packed up my truck. and I was like, all right, guys, see ya. And I drove to Utah. Which no is kidding. 12 hour drive. My parents were like, oh, well, call us when you get there. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> that's what you do. You just, all right, see ya. And, yep. you know, then you get there and you realize, like, you don't even think about it back then. But now, if if you had a kid and they were like, oh, I'm going to drive 12 hours when I'm 16, you'd be like, no, 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 no. All the things that could go wrong between here and there. And they have a cell phone and they have all this shit. You know, like, yeah, it's definitely a different time. So to answer the question, Ron, I'm with you. I'm going right back to the 90s, and I'm staying there. Late 90s. Yeah. Late 90s. It's a good time. Yeah. And if if I had to go <laughs> earlier, like if I, you know, very insistently must go earlier than that, I I could handle like living in California in the 60s. That'd, That'd be, be sweet. That'd be interesting. You know what I mean? Yep. That'd be interesting. Knowing everything yeah. you know about protein assimilation now, you yeah. could be Mr. Olympia. Let's go. <laughs> Love it. Well, there's like a ton more things on here. We have a zillion comments, and I appreciate everybody. How much everybody. time do we got? Oh, we've been we've been going a while. Yeah, I only have about five more minutes. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. We did get some stuff about the '70s too. Freddie said. Yeah, uh, and one one guy said no 1900s London. See, I just feel like I died younger there. You know what I mean? Like it'd be I cool just feel to like see I would for get a minute. Syphilis really easily. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Why so easily for you? Anyways. <laughs> well, if you're in New York in the 1900s, you, you're like, what else is there to do? You, you have a pint and you go straight to the brothels. Yes. And then you get syphilis and then you go crazy and you die. And I that's it. I see that being my life's path. <laughs> that's my life's path. <laughs> it's either that or you go like get a job shoeing horses or something. I don't know. That doesn't seem like something I want to do. Valid. All right. Valid. All right. I guess see. any time period, any time period would be better if you're rich. So... Yeah. You know, like if you have to make us go back to like Roman times, I mean, that's a different thing if you're like living in a, a nice marble palace and you have like royal servants to wash your balls. <laughs> Very key. You know, 
<laughs> but if you're just like a normal dude in like Roman times, uh-uh. This is not a good time to be there. No, yeah. fuck that. You got to kill somebody over an apple. All right. I, I can't find like a great, like, you know, this is going to be the showstopper the question. final ender. You know, but I got one. I did find one. How about that? And a lot oh, of people okay. were actually concerned about me not having my guns anymore. People were like, what? You lost them? Yeah, no, don't worry about that. Yeah, also, yeah don't I told worry you about guys that. that I'm still, I told you guys I'm still waiting for my gun license in the mail, right? You did. Yes. You did. Yeah. So I'm hoping that comes soon. So I can go. I wanted to go shopping before Christmas. That'd be nice. You know, yeah. I wanted to do Absolutely. a Merry Christmas to me Instagram post and piss off, you know, some of my friends. I want to tell you yeah. about a gun called a staccato. It's uh, oh, sounds a, amazing. A, a 2011. It's a 2011. So it's like the 1911, but it's in a nine millimeter. And I believe it's double stacked. So you get, you know, the two, two rows of, of bullets. Ron, this gun is like, I held one the other day. They're like $2,500. Oh, yeah. Which, but, but when you hold it, you know why. You know where that money, you know where that <laughs> yeah. money went. Ron, Ron has been making mistakes that cost more than $2,500. That's nothing. Yeah, the, well, nothing. yeah, I just lost half my crypto portfolio. Say, I lost 10 grand in like the last three days. It's fine. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> All right, I guess we're ending on a gear question then. Question. There we go. <laughs> Ron will die note. before he gets his gun permit. <laughs> the guy, Freddie says, said? Ron will die before he gets his gun permit. <laughs> That's how slow the government is. They're so slow. Valid. Okay, when bulking okay. on a basic 300 milligrams of test, deco cycle, uh, transitioning from a cut, maintaining for a while, how much do you increase calories without getting sloppy? Uh, active uh, That's a lot of steps. 15 to 20. Active. Wow, 20k <laughs> steps per day. 20, yeah. It's a well, lot of walking. Here's a thing. Here's a, here's an idea. Um just because you're starting a cycle doesn't mean you have to increase your calories. Um like for example, I had a guy and and actually he commented on the side here. His name's John, but he um he's a a, a client of mine and you know, he we didn't up his food really. Um, and his body comp just shifted and like he gained a few pounds, but he looks way better in his pictures. So like just still a lot going on. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? You don't necessarily have to add calories and, and always force yourself to like get heavier. There mm -hmm. can be a lot of other stuff going on without, you know, I know that we push food a lot because most of the time, most people don't eat enough to get big. Right. But there are times when it's like, oh, you're eating fine. That's enough food, man. You don't need more food. Your body can, you know what I mean? You'll just get mm -hmm. too fat if you add food. Like, there's no use for it. So, there's a little bit of that, too. Keep that in mind. Agreed. And if you do add, Love. add slow. That's pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. What, what's what's the that. name here, Scott? Let's get to what matters. This is, uh, I, I get to be like you guys and hold my dog. My other dog, yeah. I can't hold her on the show. It'd be the, this big, <laughs> massive, like holding an 80 pound pit bull. This is Maddie. Maddie. Hey, Maddie. Welcome to the show. Awesome. She's just hanging out. She, I guess she was at the door crying, so Victoria let her in. Well, she wanted to be on the show. She wanted to be a star. She did. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Do you, does Maddie have an Instagram page? I think she did, but then Victoria couldn't keep up with it, so she yeah. stopped it. Did you know, it was, yeah, was Maddie developing a bit of an attitude about it? <laughs> Probably. Special. Yes, I think it was yeah. Maddie the yeah. Mini. It might still be up. Nice. I just posted the Jedi's page the other day. I hadn't used it in a while. Yeah, you got to keep up on that for him. 
You got to keep you up do. on that. Yeah. It's a celebrity. And then I sent, and then I sent uh, Fuad's dog a message. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Jed sent Fuad's dog a message? Jed, yes. Jed sent his dog a message. It's funny. I have to go check and see if Fuad even saw it because I don't look at that account, right? So I don't yeah. know if, if he even like saw it, but I'm, it's probably summer running the account. For but. sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks, guys. Um, appreciate doing the live show. It was fun. This I is like cool. Life, you know? It's cool. Everybody okay. hung out with us, too. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And um, I got some guests that I got to tell you guys about from when I was nice. in Toronto. Oh, nice. So, but I don't yeah. want to say anything right now, you know. Make them yeah. commit. Be like, Jay yeah. Cutler's going to be on the next show. Overcommit them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Remember, everybody, like, share, subscribe, comment, help us out with that. We appreciate you guys tuning in. And um, like I said, we've got some park. guests coming up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, fellas. And remember, it's just bodybuilding. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in.